Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take these pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. Cartoon Casual, first episode of 2017. Oh, Happy New Year. <clears throat> and um, we're going to jump right into it. Fortunately, right now, we've got... You. First. We, have, we have you, Paul Gaines. Oh, there's me. And me, Joe, Joe Fellers. Fellers. Yeah. And we're here with who? Leonard Interior. Best guitarist in the tri-state. I don't know about that, but... Uh, All I right, best guitarist I'll, in the room. I will take it. <laughs> Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year to you, too. It's been a while since you've played up in uh, Kingman. Yeah. What's up with that? Laughlin has been uh, been really good to me for the last year, been uh, keeping me employed. Okay. And especially uh, the the difficulty of getting, making making a living through music, they've given me the opportunity to, you know, make that kind of a dream a reality. Which really is the, I mean, that's... That's that's what everybody's everybody's dream should be. My mother told me a long long time ago when I was a little kid, find uh, figure out what you love to do and find a way to make people pay you for it. it sounds like you're doing that. Yeah, uh, that you're absolutely correct. That's that's very true. Your your, your mom mom is a wise woman. Did you say your, about my mom? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's your all right. And so it begins. <laughs> so it begins. That's your ultimate goal, though, right? Is to you would like to be paid for and the rest of your life at some point for music. Absolutely, because it's to me, it's not work. It's more like it, it. It just you have this feeling of you know like accomplishment, even though you haven't started yet. It just I'm already I'm gonna I'm gonna do something, you know. No like matter. you're playing tonight, for yeah. example, somewhere. Yeah, uh, I, 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 the anticipation of playing kind of gives me this, uh, you know, vision of okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I've already accomplished something. Right. So, and no matter how big or or how small it is, it, it, it feels good. You know, probably has something to do with being uh, creative and knowing that you're, you know, pretty good at what you do, and you, you know, it's going to be a fun night, and you know, it's going to have some there will be fun people there and you're going to be able to maybe try something else else out and you've been practicing that kind of, you kind of know it's probably going to go good so you know so you're looking something to really look forward to absolutely and and uh you're you're absolutely right on on that it, it, i mean for doing doing creating uh uh creating music uh improvised music on a paid gig is it's like the best feeling because kind of like Jokes on you in a way, kind of, but <laughs> but it, I I get to introduce people to the type of music that I'm into, mm-hmm. you know, again, because um, I know you guys have heard me perform downtown, and I kind of like try to interject some jazz and some otherworldly music, like more like uh, uh, background type music, elevator music. Yeah, so some some people might make they will make a joke, hey man. You sound like you're just playing in an elevator. Like exactly. I'm like, <laughs> like you got I was it. Going for that I, guy. That guy got it. Yeah. Yeah. You got it, man. Thank you. And they all like get surprised. Like, right. I'm I'm fucking with you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm actually ridiculing you. But then, 
sometimes when people ridicule me or make fun of me, I kind of turn it around and like, hey, dude, thank you. You know, kind of made something negative that's not positive. <laughs> and taking the piss out of somebody that is is trying to take the piss out of you and just firing right back. Oh man, thank you, I appreciate that. And they they don't know what to do. They're like, I, I was I was trying to be an asshole. Damn it! This Had guy, a goal of being a guy, dick. He out pricked me. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 there are times that I kind of lose my cool to where he uh, some some of the audience were like, Hey man. Can you play some Garth Brooks? And I was saying to Mike, do we look like a Garth Brooks band to you, sir? But that's when you nail Garth Brooks. That's when you and nail you Boot Scoot and, and yeah. Boogie. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there's sometimes like, you know, I, uh, unbeknownst to you guys, I used to play in a country band when I first moved here in this area. Uh, I used to play in this band called Country Fever. Oh, that sounds... This is yeah. not what I expected. I knew this was going to go this way because Leonard has got broad experience. I was actually... A, I, I don't know. I, I don't even know where you were going to go with that. I was in a country band, and uh, I actually... Um, I was in Alabama. Like I, or something <laughs> like that. I was How, how far for are we going to go? Like, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's more like uh, uh, kind of... It, it's lame but funny because... Uh, my first gig was at the VFW by Walmart in in Bullhead City. So sorry, I'm just I'm trying not to die laughing at that. And were you, were you nine years old? Like, how? Yeah. I, I like actually the old VFW didn't have the new Walmart there, but the old VFW or or scooters is that. Um, uh, there, I got that job. Uh, were I was working at the Mojave Community College uh, teaching music, uh, classical guitar. And um, got a call from this old la lady, uh, Frances, uh, called me up and, uh, hey, uh, do you, is this Leonard Interior? Yeah, 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 yeah yes, ma'am. Uh, well, what can I do for you? So uh, we kind of lost our guitar player. Would you be able to like play for us, you know, this weekend, it's like, you know, yeah, sure. There's uh, a story with that, too, probably. When you're in the material? desert, we lost our guitar player. Now, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think, like, he... he was, how did he? How did they lose a guitar? Uh, the, Either he was This so guy's old. a character, too. He's pretty old oh, now, too. He's oh. still alive. Oh, he's uh, still alive. Okay. His name okay. is Lewis Duncan. You know, he's like a kind of like a seminal country legend in, you know, the Southwest. You know, okay. But never really gained... Any popularity, but not notoriety. Is that how you notoriety. It? Notoriety. Yeah. He yeah. had he had some interesting, you know, cuts, hits somewhere. More like the first outlaw country musician, you know, is really that guy. Really, not Waylon Jennings. No, no shit. <laughs> that sounds really interesting. Like, okay, so he's older now, but you, he quit or they whatever. Um, somehow he just left town. No rhyme, no reason. He had warrants. Like I, a, like, I don't know. Uh, like a weird. country music outlaw guy would. He would just yeah. leave. So, yeah. so that I, I got that gig for maybe a couple of months and uh, got paid 50 bucks a night. And uh, the bartender lady, when, when I got the job, uh, all you can drink cores and hot dams. Wow. Oh, hey, that oh, sounds wow. like a, not a bad deal. Hot damn for, for those of you young people out there is the shit that we used to drink prior to Fireball existing. 
Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, and it had the candy in the bottom of it. Oh, yeah. I fucking remember throwing yeah, I, that up. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. <laughs> it's so bad. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, anyway. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it's just a really weird experience for me playing country. And uh, the band consisted of a drummer that had a prosthetic leg. <laughs> I was the first one to break. I'm sorry. Oh. Okay. The steel, which, which leg? <laughs> uh, the one with the kick drum. I think it was the right, right leg. leg. Yeah. Who needs that? <laughs> yeah. Kick drum. So and, do you guys play Def Leppard but country style? Right. I was gonna say, <laughs> oh, wait. No, that, that was an arm. Yeah. That's an arm. <laughs> no, that's a leg. And so, so you'd really hear the, that, that kick drum really good because there's, it's a peg. Oh, my God. <laughs> So so he's just so he doesn't need the lever and the actual hammer. He could just poke the poke the bass drum. Joe's gonna Joe, you're the medical guy here. You can't have a heart attack. We can't lose you. I snorted. How, how many drum skins did you have to replace? How many? Did you just like have a bunch of drum skins you had to replace between each set? I have I have no idea, but the the guy's a good drummer, and. Oh my god! Yeah, eight and a half minutes in, we're already talking about amputees and whatnot. Yeah, <laughs> and, and uh, Charlie, the steel player, uh, he had two hearing aids. Um, the bass player, uh, his name is Jim Hayes. He's like, I don't know if he's still around town, but he's he's a he's a character too. I kind of consider him a flat earther too. So, oh no. Uh, he sings pretty good. <laughs> he sings pretty good, but he has like kind of like this uh, kind of distorted Elvis kind of Merle Haggard voice that's not really pleasant. And he's tone deaf. Oh no! Yeah, it's, and he and you can't tell him he's tone deaf. No, right? No, Let me. No, it, it, he it, thinks just, that he's a crooner. Just, it's just it, it's kind of like an episode of. Twilight Zone. We, every we need time to I summarize this band. We need. Okay, you got this guy. You got okay, this. we got. You got the the the, the peg leg drummer. Yes. Right. Which presumably, when he's hitting that kick drum, <laughs> you hear. I would assume that you hear clank, like more clank. No, actually, it's less foot. Or was it clean? It was. It was, it clean. was actually clean. It, it was oh, very shit. clean. It was very clean. It was, it was great. And 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 you gotta you gotta uh, consider that a lot of the music that we're playing is like old time country. You know, like. You know, like very slow shuffles. Yeah, absolutely. You know, sometimes we if we do like go to a fast like a steel rag. You know, like because we have a steel player playing, it just gets like that medium tempo. So it actually it it sounds pleasant. It's like probably Pat, way Patsy more Patsy Klein kind of. Yeah. Yes. Like exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Charlie's wife, Frances, was a singer. You know, she she sang she sang some of the old songs too, and um, my first gig with them. I didn't know what the freaking the dress code, you know, if it's a country band. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it, That's the biggest issue with Leonard you, not knowing what the dress code was for a country so, band. You so, didn't, like, walk in and, like, did, were you wearing a Confederate flag shirt or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> okay, I, I, I remember my, my what I was wearing. Uh, I, I had, like, a, uh, you know that cheer, cheer uh, detergent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had a blue... Uh, cheer detergent shirt, but instead of cheer, it says beer. 
That seems right. perfectly yeah. acceptable. You're playing at yeah. a bar. Oh, and okay. I had flip-flops on. Oh, for Christ's and, sake. <laughs> and <laughs> well, lack your torn, torn 501s. Hmm. And I didn't cut my hair for a while, so it was pretty pretty bushy and stuff. And um, at that time, I, I would sideline doing roof uh, roofing and, you know, doing odd jobs just to, like, kind of make it. How old are you then? This I gig? was 21. Okay. 21, 22. So it was pretty interesting because everybody looked at me when I walked in that door. I don't know why. <laughs> Did you so, get one of those back the way you came, boy? Like, you, no. Uh, not then. Not like that. But everybody was decked out in their cowboy boots, their, oh. their hats, belt buckle. And I felt like I went to a saloon, like, you know, like, you know, those old westerns, you know, like, you walk in there and yeah, everybody, everybody like yeah, everybody sure. like stares at you like everybody stops and like, like Eddie oh, Murphy shit. in Forty Eight Hours yeah, walking he, into he, the it was like bar. that yeah. and at that time I was driving a Cadillac too. <laughs> really, really want to see some photographs. We're gonna some I, gotta, I have to see photographs. Something we're gonna need to have photographs for this, this episode. <laughs> a Cadillac. So, yeah, but, uh, that's that's another story too. You know, like it's <laughs> okay. It's pretty interesting too. But anyway. Uh, uh, Ten minutes before showtime, like you know, setting up all the uh, my, my my equipment, you know, my mic, you know, uh, start playing the first song. So it was like a a fast steel reg, uh, Charlie playing really fast, and Jim Hayes wasn't really playing the bass; he was just kind of mimicking it. Hmm. So I kind of picked up what key that the guy's playing so I started playing the bass line so we, we, we kind of got through that song and then the boy comment kind of comes after oh, that oh fuck I bit. fucking knew it yeah <laughs> this guy the a heckler in the the bar the bar by the bar saying where's your cowboy hat boy where's your where's your get up uh, I was like uh, I don't have any sir uh, well when you get paid tonight go get yourself one <laughs> So wow. it's like a weird first day, you know, and on the job. That's a movie line. That's a movie scene. <laughs> it really is. It, it like, truly I, is. Oh my god! I it, can't it, fucking. I. <laughs> but but just thinking about that, you being in uh, this country band on these weird happenstances, we need to get this out of the way. Um. So you're not black, <laughs> are you? <laughs> You know, all evidence points to the contrary. <laughs> Drove a Cadillac, got called boys, <laughs> showed up looking in, just in whatever beer, cheer, jungle clothing he had yeah. to the country and western yeah. bar. And so, doesn't own a cowboy hat. I mean, yeah. all signs point to you being, being black, Leonard. <laughs> I think we're all black at some point. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm know, with you on that. Yeah. Damn right. We're gonna start educating people on we actually are black, but let's let's go back to your blackness right now. Coefficient well, of blackness. What well, coefficient of? So like, what? I, I think musically, I'm black. Okay, right, let's put it that way. So, but you're not, you're not, you're not, so you're not black. What the fuck are you? <laughs> We Joe and I were talking about because someone was talking about that because he thought you were 
from our Australia. <laughs> oh god damn it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah everybody, I forgot yeah, about the Aborigines. Ab- Aborigines, <laughs> yeah, you know. God damn it! That, so, I forgot about so the dingo. I asked you, <laughs> we "Are you a dingo?" Re- we were really fucking drunk. I mean, really fucking drunk. That was the night that I came down there solo and uh, hung, out, hung out with you at the at the bar and met. The, I forget the gentleman's name, the classiest bartender I'll ever meet. Oh, uh, John, 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 and yeah. met him that night. We got really fucked up, and at one point, I was like. So have you ever fought a dingo? <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't even laugh. You just looked at me like, uh-uh. <laughs> no, we were already like, uh, uh, yeah, well, that was a fun night, man. We, we should do that over, again, man. Should, oh, I need to I go down know. there and meet this bartender. We but but then, then when Joe brought that up, and went, that's a good point, Joe. He doesn't drive a very big car. I need to ask him where he puts his didgeridoo. <laughs> I almost spit coffee on you, Paul. And, I know, and, then, and then Joe goes, yeah, do they break down like an oboe? Like an oboe or like a bassoon <laughs> breaks down? We got to remember to ask him. We need to, to ask him these, if, they break, if they do break down because he's from Australia. <laughs> the Outback. What's that big rock called in the middle of the... Uh, well, he, the white people named it Ayers Rock, but it, uh, it was called Uluru for thousands of years beforehand, Uluru. as I'm sure you know. Yeah, Uluru. Uluru. Thulu lives. Oh, we have another. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're not. So you're not from Aborigine. No, no, I'm not. I'm, we, I'm we not know. remotely black. Okay. <laughs> but you are, let's be serious, you are from where? I'm from the Philippines, from okay. Manila. And which yeah. we had a conversation about this a while back because a lot of people, this is like everything you wanted to know about people what we're afraid to ask because I asked you a while back and let's talk about your last name because I thought it had it can't be real. And you're <laughs> I like, thought it was a stage name. Sure, everybody, everybody, thinks everybody it's a stage does. Name. But there's a really fascinating <laughs> historical story. The, the best I ever heard was when I asked uh, Scott Rhodes. Oh, hey. <laughs> I asked, I was like, is that a stage name? Well, yeah, I guess. You know, it was like, <laughs> it sounds Scott. just like Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess so. I said, oh, I wonder why he goes by Leonard Interior. And he goes, maybe because he always plays inside. <laughs> you really sound like Scott. <laughs> yeah, I was many, many hours sent, t- spent talking to Scott in the bar. And he, it just made so much fucking sense that I never questioned it again. Yeah. Oh, because he always plays inside. Leonard well, Interior. Yeah, he does. I've never seen him play yeah. outside. We'll just get it out of the way. I'm not in a witness protection program. Okay. It's my real name. And it's uh, the last name is from, uh, originated from the North North Philippines. And um, even I, I really have, I even questioned the origins of it because uh, from what my cousin from Australia told me. Oh, shit. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, I fucking knew it. Can you ask him about the didgeridoo thing? Yeah, do, do they break down? I, can, no, like, I, I don't think they do. I don't do. think they have trap. I don't think they do. They don't have do didgeridoo. They didgeridoo. They didgeridoo. They don't break. Didgeridoo. Don't break down. The didgeridoo. Oh, my God. Holy. I'm going to seal that from you. Oh, please do. Please. Are you with didgeridoo? With didgeridoo, don't. They didgeridoo don't break down. Didgeridoo's break down? Sure, they didgeridoo don't, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't 
make it 20 minutes in before we're getting like the, the weird ethnic humor. So you Back to talk to your cousin. Yeah, uh, yeah, cousin. My, my cousin, my cousin, like, uh, allegedly, uh, during Japanese, when the Japanese occupation was happening in the Philippines, there was, there were many families that fought against the Japanese uh, so that they would avoid being caught. They changed all their names to interior, but spelled with an E. So over the years, it got changed to an I. So uh, there were multiple families that changed to that. So, so your last name really, do you know what your original last name was? You don't have to tell me we, either. Um, we're, I'm not Japanese coming into my facility here. <laughs> Mad. No, no. <laughs> ha! With a Mr. Gens <laughs> hiding out. You hiding. <laughs> Stay enemy. <laughs> God damn it. We just w- <laughs> pissed That's, off our entire Japanese oh, audience. Yeah, I sound like, I sound like Scott Rhodes and, and, and like Hirohito. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. So, What's in this so, coffee? So, But do you, you don't know your real last name? No, uh, last it's, name? it's like uh, a lot of the elders from, from that, that family have like passed away. So okay. um, it, we never really know. So it goes back to the 40s. All the way back, actually. The Japanese occupation started 30, 31 or 32, yeah. somewhere around there. Yeah. It was, yeah. They, they yeah. just, they said, like, oh, they did the same thing that, ever, that the Spanish and the Portuguese and everybody else fucking did to the Philippines. They just went there, like, well, you guys got a lot of resources. We're going to try and take them all. <laughs> and then slowly assimilate, assimilate yeah. here and there, which is why you get, man, like, I hate to steal from Carlos Mencia, but he steals from everybody else anyway. But he had this bit where he talked about it. He goes, man, I feel bad for you guys in the Philippines because you're the Mexicans of the Pacific. That's how, that's how you get names like Juan Ping del Toro. Like, and, it's, and it's fucking true, yeah, though. Yeah. I, and, I, cause I, I, and the more you look into it, and you, you can tell, okay, well, you've got Spanish in your background. There's Portuguese in that background. There's that, you guys straight up out of the jungle. Because there's some people that, just, that were able to successfully fight. Like some areas, some islands were successful in fighting off the Spanish, the Portuguese, the Japanese. And, and the even, Americans. And, and the Americans, Americans too. too yeah. and, and they're – they – barely speak common Tagalog. They have their yeah. own dialect that nobody fucking understands right, unless you're yeah, from absolutely. that island, from that area. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty it's pretty neat. I luckily I work with, with lots of um <clears throat> lots of Filip- Filipinos and I've uh, been exposed to a lot just of just common culture. of quite on the country, right? Filipino nurses. It's just a, a yeah. common yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. And it's uh, I don't know, it's uh, it's interesting. The whole the the just the sheer density of culture in the Philippines is kind of insane, but you're talking, was there like 1200 islands or some shit like that? Like yeah. there's, there's shitload of islands and they're all, everybody all kind of has their own little and, tiny dialect. And they, and there, there are still like, uh, uh, Aborigines that still live in the Philippines that live for centuries yeah. like that. With know? no outside influence. Yeah, no, no outside influence. It still, or, still is. Right. When did your family come to the States then? Um, a lot of my, my, uh, some of my relatives my, on my mom's side, have been coming here since the eighties. From to California, I'm going to no, from partially assume, to, to California from okay. from Manila to California, and I, I have an uncle in Seattle that that's that's uh, works for Boeing. Yeah, he's no a, shit, yeah. shocking. Someone yeah. in Seattle works for Boeing. Yeah, You're right. It's a, like, I heard yeah, somebody in Seattle was a, in a grunge he does, band. Uh, he does all the electronics, uh, uh, quality control. Okay. So, when it, did you? 
You were you born here? No, no. Okay, I, you were born I, in the Philippines. Yeah, I was born okay. in the Philippines. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I I moved there when I was seventeen. Um, okay. Ninety five, late ninety five. So, so I I've seen this place like grow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I moved here two years later. Yeah. I, I moved here in ninety seven when I was uh, sixteen. When did you first see Leonard? Uh, I think he was stealing my stereo. I was like 19. Yeah. <laughs> are they? I wasn't breaking in your car. Are, right? no, he, he's, are the Filipinos good at that? Do they pretty good at that oh, compared I, to the Mexicans? I forgot. He's not black. <laughs> <laughs> I keep trying to time jokes as you take He wasn't trying to coffee. reupholster. He was not, he's not Mexican, though. He didn't try to reupholster anything. <laughs> We need to get oh Cardo on, on this. Uh, oh, we'll podcast. get Cardo here. <laughs> Cardo. Like, oh, oh my just... God. Joe was here working on his seat for his truck one time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Cardo, like I always make fun of Cardo. I was like, why don't you shut the fuck up? Go, r- go rake some leaves or something. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I told you I'm an upholstery Mexican, not a landscaping Mexican. So he's been saying that over and over again. My fat ass broke my seat in my truck, and we fixed it here, and we had a seat out of my truck sitting up on the bench, and he's like, you need to take a picture of, because the upholstery is all fucked up. <laughs> you have to open it up. And, and you need to take a picture and send it to Cardo and ask, us, ask him if we're doing it right. <laughs> so we did. So we did, and then he peed himself a little bit, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Mostly because he's old, but also because it was funny. <laughs> I love the the, the the whole Diaz clan gives each other so much amounts of shit. Like yeah, I can't handle hilarious. it because it'll make oh, me cry. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's hilarious. But I like to. I want to. I want to ask him if maybe he could be a better drummer if he cut off his leg. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's all. You have a peg leg. Yeah. Maybe drumming would be more precise and a little fucking quieter. <laughs> that's that's all, that's the running joke with the rivals. Is like it sounds great, guys, but your drummer's just too fucking loud. Can you? Turn it down. Yeah. Like we've been trying for like 30 years. We can't get him to turn it down. <laughs> so maybe chopping off yeah. leg what, is what, a What was the Beatles it, joke about the best drummer in the world? Or what, oh, they asked, oh is, is, they asked if Ringo Starr is the best drummer in the world, and John goes, he's not even the best drummer in the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are such dicks to each other. <laughs> Like they asked uh, John, uh, uh, they asked George Harrison, "Who's who's your uh, who's your favorite groupie?" He's my wife. <laughs> they go to John Lennon, "Who's your favorite groupie?" He goes, "George's wife." <laughs> oh god, damn it! There's a famous picture of John Lennon with his. He's got a Coke bottle up to his nose, and it's like because they asked him if he'd ever done cocaine, and he says, "No, I I don't snort Coke." And then had it like. <laughs> <laughs> fucking guys and you're not even the best drummer and that's not even the best yeah Dave uh, Dave Diaz will the bass player in the rivals uh-huh. like he'll he'll crack that joke uh, like uh, can you can anybody else know how to play drums because I, I can't play bass and drums at the same time we were kicking this guy out because <laughs> yeah they say that shit on stage it's, what? <laughs> and Cardo's like it's fucked up man and then uh, 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 Chewy D got a new uh, like a new uh, pedal system uh huh and he's like, I, it's cool. Check this out, guys. And he just like tapped one, one, just one pad that he hadn't, he uh-huh. had saved. He tapped, and then they went in and started playing a song without Cardo because he had a drum machine. He programmed like the first like forty-five seconds or a minute of a song oh and programmed god. it into his. his oh pedal. my god! <laughs> like bye, Cardo. And Cardo's like, fuck this. <laughs> got up and walked off stage and got a beer and. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, those guys need to come back. 
So right, anyway, so you, I want to know what you what you do in the guitar thing in the Philippines, or how did you? What's your first? How did that happen? The very um, first. The the first time I I really got into guitar is uh, I was doing community service at this church. Um, I'm not going to go into the details why I got into community Sorry. service. Plausible deniability happened yes. in another country. Fuck. Was yeah. it California so, or is this in Philippines? This is in Philippines. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, it was a Sunday. And there was nobody at church. Uh, after church, oh, after the oh, you know, like I'm sorry, you know, the service. <laughs> Just figured it Sunday, and no one was at church. It's Sunday, <laughs> Catholic church, and nobody yeah, was like, there. Oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah, Pretty sure, so, you can be burned to death in the Philippines for not showing up to church. <laughs> but they they had a guitar class while I was doing the cleaning up the grounds and stuff, and um, my I was like listening to the guitar music in this room and kind of looking at the window, and the guitar teacher's like. Yeah, come on inside, you know. It's, you were how old? Uh, I was like 12. 12, okay. Yeah, so. Um, uh, the teacher, like, hey, pick up the guitar or something, you know. But I was a lefty. I started as a left-handed guitar player. He kind of, like, frowned on me on that. And then uh, if I'm going to teach you, you need to learn right-handed. So... That was my first lesson. He gave me material to play. I said, come back next week. And this guy never charged me anything. Uh, I studied with him for five years. Wow, no yeah. shit. Wow. Yeah, and he's like the <clears throat> the top guitar teacher in the country. Do, do you, Jesus, Do you really? think that you could tell or he could tell from the first day that, yeah, he can kind of get this maybe? Uh, do you think? I didn't know at the, the time, but... Every time I came back, I finished what he asked me to do. And then he, he took me to the, conserv uh, the music conservatory uh, where he taught at. It was called the Philippine Women's University. So that's when I started, like, you know, really seeing what uh, the, how he taught guitar. And there, you can get a degree from it. <laughs> which no is, shit. Yeah, it's like in in guitar, uh, uh, classical guitar, classical guitar. Yeah. yeah. So he was like the first ones. He was the first one that really established the uh, uh, the program, you know, when when there was none. And his name is uh, Maestro Jose Valdez. You know, kind of like a source kind of wow. name, but yeah. but he's a Spaniard. <laughs> right on. Yeah. So. Hmm. So you. That explains so much about your style of playing too. Now that I think about it, now that you, now that I know that about that's that was yeah. your that's your base. Yeah, that that makes so much sense. And a lot of the guys in my my class, uh, where I got introduced to, they're all they also worked in the city, you know, playing jazz or rock and roll. So that's when I started kind of hanging out with these guys, and that's where I learned more of the still in the Philippines. You're yeah, saying. Okay. popular music. So I I got. Got some work early on, and that's how I, you know, started playing music more on on a band setting. So fast forward, coming here to the states, I never played country before, and we're predominantly country music fans around here. <laughs> sure, well, yeah, not yeah. in California, well, some places in California, but yeah. what is this wee shit? <laughs> I need to back up a little I, bit more in the uh, Philippines. Did, did they give you a guitar to borrow to take home to that first day? How did this? 
No, um, actually, my my father, my my biological father, gave me a guitar, uh, to, as a birthday present. So I had that guitar, while I was studying classical. And you hadn't really messed around with it much until you heard that someone else playing, right. and then you and then you went back home and pulled the guitar, dusted yes, it off. That's and, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you started playing gigs, uh, Manila area or in the city. Yeah. You know? Yeah. City. So I have a weird question for you. This is something that I've noticed. There's seven years working at the hospital with lots of Filipinos. There's a uh, delay. I don't know if I've ever if we've ever talked about this, and I find it incredibly interesting in uh, Western influence into the Philippines. There's like a 10 to 15 year delay. So people in the 80s at going to the discotheque were listening to the Bee Gees and listening to disco, whereas we'd as already to the 70s, as opposed yeah. to the 70s. Because I, I work with a couple of ladies that are like in their mid 50s that were are kind of too young to have been going to disco so i was trying to figure out why the hell they listen to all this shit like why are you listening to so much fucking disco and so well that's what we grew up listening to like really so then i started i went down this rabbit hole at work one night on wikipedia and i come to find out that disco died in the states Uh it died in europe it didn't die in the philippines until like the early 90s (laughs) which was like can you confirm that i you know do you remember that because you and i aren't that we're pretty close in age what are you not quite 40 40, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm 41. 41, okay, so I'm 35, and I'm thinking, I I was asked, I started asking, so I started asking these two ladies that I work with, <laughs> one of them who grew up in, in Manila and one moved to Manila when yeah. she was 19, so like they, you know, one from, she was from way out in the province in the middle of fucking nowhere, I looked at it on the map, and I'm like, so you took a mule six hours to get to a train to take five hours to Manila. She's one of those that she grew up not knowing Tagalog. Like she had to learn it, like when she moved to Manila. Anyway, uh, looking at the like the number one hits and the da, 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 like mm-hmm. it was all on like a five to ten year back, like kind of behind. And it was kind of cool because you got once um, you're not bombarded with American radio mm-hmm. that's current. It opens up a lot of more mm, like deep cuts. <laughs> so these people are huge fans of. The, the ladies that I work with, and then a few, and I've gone a few Filipino parties here and there. They're big fans of just weird, deep cut B sides. I mean, they right. know everything about these small acts that were just a little one off. And I, I, they all the names of them escape mm-hmm. me at the time yeah. right now. But it kind of makes it begs a question. So you were playing gigs in the what early nineties, late eighties, yes. early nineties, yes, in Manila. What kind of music were you playing? If you're going to be playing rock and roll or jazz, or, or like, or if you're playing top forty kind of hits, you know, you, it's, what were you guys it, playing? It's, it's funny you 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 ask that because uh, during my high school, we we actually liked uh, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> See, it, Led Zeppelin and a, a lot of the uh, uh, a lot of the bands that that uh, played. We had we had this uh, club. It's called Club Dread in Manila, and it's all the all the seminal bands that like all original bands too that play there, and I think some international bands that play there too. And um, Led Zeppelin, just like a lot of heavy rock, like very you know metal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot like it's a really good metal scene in the Philippines. Believe it or not. I actually watched a documentary about uh, God damn it, I can't think of what it's called. Uh, 
Sky did. Two, he's done. He's filmed two documentaries. One's called uh, "Metal: A Headbanger's Journey," and it's mm. about the history of heavy metal. He goes all over the world mm. and interviews people. And the other one is has to do with like I want to say it's called like third world heavy metal or mm. something like that. And not that the Philippines are a third world country, but he goes to these different places. He goes to like interviews guys that are like in this underground metal scene in Iraq where mm-hmm. it's in Saudi Arabia where it's illegal to have that kind uh-huh. of music and the Philippines is one of the places uh, Brazil right all these places you don't really know unless you're into that music you yeah. would never know that um, Brazil has the biggest heavy metal scene on the planet and you never you're like what in the fucking favelas and then the same thing in the in Manila uh, and then yeah. all over the Philippines, you have these anywhere where you have people that are um, disenfranchised and pissed off. Yeah. You're going to have a really good metal scene. Makes sense. And that's, yeah. 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 And, and it's, it's great. It's, it's, it's great that, that you mentioned that because like a lot of a lot of your, you know, third world. I, I, I still call it the third. We're, we are. We are a third world country. And the fact that it's, you know, so many colonial masters have like, you know, took over that country and a lot of other third world countries that, you know, the music is like, kind of like, uh, not really opium, but it's like inspiration, kind of little hope, you know, like there's be- something better, you know. Absolutely. For, for, oh, yeah. For, and it's a distraction from whatever. Kind of a I, release. And, and, and a re- yeah. Exactly. I mean, I mean, like even, even here, like, you know, I think the best music that came out was during the civil rights movement. Oh shit! And, yeah, and the United States, you know, and I don't know what the music back then when when slaves were emancipated. I don't know what what kind of music. Well, we I don't. Mean, well, I don't really. I, I we didn't do that. Wonder we did not emancipate I, but, them. I'm from the I'm north. From. Oh, I, I, don't fu- I don't. Fu- I don't. <laughs> I fucking not going down that road. But see. <laughs> But see, I'm curious what music. <laughs> I, I told Joe many times that we didn't call them no, slaves, the, Joe. We called them the help. God damn it. Paul. The help. He's, fucking, he's going down that road again. I'm sorry. You, I, I done told you I didn't like that, Gaines. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How fucking, many times have we gone down the slave road? <laughs> the no slave shit. road. No, no, Seriously, but, I'm the one who has an Uncle Tom here, not you, all right? <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> but you are right the that's the best think about the, the, the rich history we have of jazz and blues all from oppressed people always yeah yeah syncopated rhythm straight comes straight up out of africa like there's no other fucking there, no they go back 500 years in any culture around the world you will not find a syncopated rhythm unless it's in fucking africa right yeah and that's where that came from that that yeah. that missed beat that that rushed beat that happens that's yep. where that came from and it's and like the came, slaves come to the caribbean yeah that's where your roots reggae comes from. That's where your roots ska comes from. All mm-hmm. that stuff. Yep. And then slave slave tunes. Anytime you have oppression, what all, always comes out is obviously human suffering. But then you're gonna get amazing art that comes out of it. That's worth it. Video worth or audio. It. Uh, it, oh wow. <laughs> oh oh. Gonna, oh suffering music. Suffering. Oh my god. Sorry, it's not worth it. Oh. Okay, it's not worth it. How do you phrase that? But it's is it? not worth it. But but we're, what? But it's it's a it's a it's a an added benefit. No, you're not an added it's benefit. A, it's a it is a benefit. It's the it's a byproduct. S- silver lining. Silver so lining silver byproduct. Lining. Yeah, I, I I would agree with you on that. Something like that's not a bad. We'll, we'll work on I, that. Like, yeah, I, I was I'm trying to think of all the different correlations that come to mind. Like, well, let's go to the most like the the like the Trail of Tears. Trail of Tears was terrible, but we got gambling in Florida from it. <laughs> So that's <laughs> Yay! 
Yeah. Oh, damn it. I, I feel like if Jim Norton ever listens to this podcast, he'll be like, eh, that's my fucking guy right there. I'm going to buy that guy a beer. But it's true. You squeeze people hard enough, you know, something good's going to come out of it. And it's going to, and it's going to, God damn it, that was gross. Did you? You're going to have. Yeah, that is really weird. I, 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 if you put the screws to a clamp, clamp of the. No, nope. I'm fucking. I'm. Qu- I have to quit the podcast. I can't. <laughs> I. I can't even fucking concentrate. I. I I'll bring it back around. Oh. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, are you gonna bring it back around? Well, no, I was no, gonna I'll, say you put the. Sc- yeah, right. Got it. Out of oppression comes. Yeah, Leonard. Yeah. It- <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I've never seen a black diamond before. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh! I, I do. Oh I, my God! I do have a sort of musical question, in a way. Did you play? You I played electric, you obviously, it. in the Philippines. You played electric there. Well, I started playing electric guitar, uh, depending on what job I was hired to. So, the I wasn't really good at it at that time, but I had really good friends that kind of showed me how to do it. So. Uh, the guitars that I use were made from Japan, and actually, they're very well-made guitars. You know, it's pretty pretty cool to get uh, equipment from them. But at that time, it was it was still pretty affordable getting those that in, uh, equipment there. But that's where I learned messing with it. And your first stuff, the acoustic, was all again classical Spanish type. Yes, Spanish like yeah. flamenco kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, flamenco. Because like my my guitar teacher was also a flamenco guitar player. Wow. Oh and man. I I want to hear Leonard play some flamenco yeah, I'm guitar. Yeah, pretty, pretty sure you you did bring a guitar with you. Or I saw a case that you have. He brought with him a guitar case. <laughs> well, <laughs> do you do you uh, do you know how to play flamenco still? Are you um, practiced? I I, kinda... I I never really got uh, in depth with the lessons because I moved I by the time he was my teacher was going to teach me like some really cool flamenco guitar stuff um, I moved here to the States okay uh, and I never got a chance to but most of the stuff that I learned I kind of I just try to listen to it and kind of get get the concept of playing flamenco but it's not true flamenco so it's like more like uh, finger style kind of guitar with more of a flamenco influence. So okay, so that's a that's that's the uh, the sound that you that come out whenever I play that style. Where in California were you? Uh, Did you say in California? You, yeah, when you moved to the when states. You moved to states. You went to where ish? Actually, okay. Um, Actually, landed in California and went straight to Bullhead City. Oh, there we go. That's where I was getting at. <laughs> wow. City. Like many people do. <laughs> I end up here. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I was going to live with my uncle in Long Island, uh, New York, but that didn't pan out. Cause... So you've been in Bullhead a long yeah, ass man. time. I've been here too long, man. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're one of the few people I can talk to that remembers when, well, when coming from Bullhead or going going to Bullhead from Kingman or coming to Kingman, that it wasn't uh, an interchange always. It was the left hand. Remember before we had the interchange like in uh-huh. Golden Valley? Yeah. He doesn't, Paul will never experience the sheer terror of putting on your blinker and waiting to turn left as traffic's coming in right. f- across the valley. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking frightening is what it is. Yeah. 
First time I ever drove with my permit, I drove my dad's brand new truck. And he tossed yeah, me the keys it's... and goes, all right, son, we're going to Laughlin to celebrate. And he, you're driving. Like, Fuck. That was 45 miles an hour the whole way. So you've been around a yeah. long time. Yeah, that's... That's awesome. That's it's good. I, yeah, it was... Some scary driving. <laughs> scary shit. People tell me there was a, a tremendous amount of rabbit deaths on the highway for tw- on bull- going through Golden Valley. Mm-hmm. Car, but via car, running over them. Like a t- tremendous... I don't know how the conversation started. Someone used to tell me there was just more than normal. Paul, are you on drugs? <laughs> I mean, we can... We you can guys have can say, no, I don't remember it. all those dead rabbits in the road. But you, or you can say, yeah, there were a shitload, Paul. Now let's move on to a better topic. Are there were there a lot? I kind of want to explore what's inside your head right now. No, like, no. <laughs> were there or not? I want to explore the interior <laughs> of your head. So... Just tell me, were there a lot of I think suicidal rabbits? I think there are. I mean, they live in Golden Valley. Of course, they're... <laughs> their quality of life is not that great. Trying to end it. Sorry, everybody, about that. Dark. That was good. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, I. I honestly don't recall ever having a conversation with anyone about having a, like a statistical anomaly when it came to the amount of dead rabbits on the road in Golden Valley. You've had one now. I now. I now have. I can fucking die happy. Yep. So that's good. Maybe Leonard will write a song about that. That'd be good. Dead rabbits. Yeah. Crossing rabbits. Rabbits. Suicidal rabbits. I, I just Su- like. I like the dead rabbit. Just dead yeah. rabbit. Just on a simple, that's simple. Clean. Dead. Rabbit. You could, uh, you could, uh, god damn it, who fucking, uh, never mind, let's move on. We haven't even said <laughs> it, this actually about Leonard. He, he wrote, because we came to him about the nah, podcast. I gonna... I for, I'm sorry, are you going to go ahead? Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Nah, fine, fuck it. No, no you do it. <laughs> You're really good at stealing my thunder tonight. Wow. <laughs> stole my heart and stole my thunder. The thunder from down under. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> and we're back <laughs> to the Aborigines. <laughs> You better no, dig- I'm talking about Chippendales. You better. Dig- oh no, they were from. Are those guys? Uh, Aber- they're not Aboriginal. <laughs> what? No, wait, 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 wait. There's the thunder from down under. The the males yes. guys that are off of Chippendale types. Yes, <laughs> yes, but they're but they're, they're not. But they're their own. They're their own entity. I think the Chippendale guys are more Patrick Swayze svelte. Oh, okay. kind of guys, and then the the, the, the Th- thunder from thunder, down under yeah. uh, guys are more beefy, like they. Lug around giant didgeridoos. Is that a didgeridoo in your pants? You just happen to see me, kind of thing. Like, like, he's like, no, actually, it's a didgeridoo. <laughs> <laughs> I just happen to have one. <laughs> <laughs> All the panties get really wet. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah the ladies are there. To... And now, ladies and gentlemen, Olivia Newton-John <laughs> playing playing the didgeridoo. Can you... <laughs> in my mind, She's this all made. She's from Australia. You didn't know this? I, I think I I. I had an inkling. I, I, think, I think I knew that. Yeah. yeah. She's actually pretty hot, actually. Oh, she's still hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this podcast has gone off the rails if we ever had fucking rails to begin yeah, with. Yeah, no, there are, there are no rails. There are no rails. Um, <laughs> zero the, um, rails. <laughs> maybe we should take a break, and we'll pick up in, uh, in Laughlin, Bullhead City. Yeah. No, we'll... Uh, and we're going to have force Leonard to get his... What I was going to say before yeah, was that uh, I know. when we go to break, we're going to hear some of Leonard's own music, and he was kind enough to gift us. Yeah, yeah um, we approached Leonard and said, hey, would you? and he just said, shit, well, I'll make you some music for your podcast. I shit, you know, we had like an hour-long conversation on, what, like, do we pay him? Like, how do we pay him? Do, like, should we no, man, figure out a way? Like, how, like, is it okay to use <laughs> his music? Do you think he would think that's stupid? And 
and you're just like, no, man, that's fucking, oh, fuck yeah, let's do it, and and just totally. Just In fact, it was out. during a wedding. It was during Sarah Ferry's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was. He was on stage, and we were like, what do you mean? We get four Leonard's plays for your wedding. Excuse me, <laughs> I I realize this is your day. If you could just wait. hold on a minute. Sorry, Sarah. And that TJ. was fun though. It was, it was really fun though. We walked up to the stage because you were kind of getting ready to start playing, and we stopped you. Hey, hey man, before you get to like pour your heart out on stage, can we talk to you about business first? <laughs> you went shit, yeah. Mm, yeah let's fucking do it. And then within crazy. fuck, man, it was within like a few weeks, I think, maybe a month. You churned out some music, and I'm like, God, this motherfucker should not be around here. Should be, <laughs> which we're gonna be talking about, and huh? also later. Yeah, yeah. So that. you guys yeah. are, we're gonna take a break, and you guys are gonna get to hear some Leonard Interior original. All right. Back from our break, Cartoon Casual Podcast, Joe Leonard Paul, and then Leonard whipped out his guitar. Look at that. Well, thank God it was just the guitar. Yep. <laughs> well, <I> think, <laughs> now, now, now that you're... It, is it tough being... Awesome. <laughs> like, I've struggled with it all my life Since being amazing. <laughs> black. Do people pigeonhole you like to playing the bass guitar, mainly? <laughs> Did you... Yeah, I've been, I've, I've been, I've been called an island uh, n-word before. Oh damn! Really? Yeah. That's. Did you knock the shit out of that person? No, it was. Or was a it woman. me? Oh fuck! It wasn't it was me that said that. Oh, it was a, yeah, it was a woman. Who cares? Wow. No, but that was during the throes of passion. Like, oh baby. Oh my god! An <laughs> island. Give me that island cock. Give me that. Oh, no, it wasn't like. Give me that medium no, no, brown no. chocolate. <laughs> No, it was, it was a different. Uh, um, no, that's not good. That's really bad. You have, a lot, you have a lot of guitars, don't you? I, I um, you have like a problem. Yeah, I have. I have a uh, gas problem. Guitar acquisition syndrome. Oh, guitar! I was like, is he gonna fart on air? I mean, I, I don't that. care. You first. Can, like it's okay. Yeah. Guitar acquisition right. syndrome. Leonard's kind of doing flamenco music for us now. It's kind of yeah. Nice. It's just a, some some of it's a tune I kind of. Put together. I haven't recorded. I've, I've recorded it with a band, but it just didn't turn out full, the way. Full I disclosure: Leonard's right hand, which he uses to pick the guitar, is wrapped up, and he if he suffers at all about picking. I can see why, because he's injured himself. Yeah, like a cooking accident. Yeah. Bullhead City cooking black. Uh-huh. It was meth. It was meth. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no it, it, I love how benign it was. Dude, we made, we cracked the meth joke, and you're like, "No, actually, I was cooking for the kids." And I'm like, "Fuck, I feel like an asshole now." <laughs> so you wrote this? Yeah, it's a. Um, I was uh, recording it with a friend of mine. He moved to or- Oregon. Uh, his name is Bill Foss. Really amazing musician. So we're trying to figure out a title for it. So <laughs> he said, "Hey, what's the title for the song?" Don't know yet. That's it. Don't know yet. Don't know Don't yet. <laughs> Don't know Don't yet. Don't even think about it anymore. That's it. So that's the title of the song. Don't All right, know go yet. for it, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
was kind of going out of tune there. Woo! Yeah, I can tell. That was tell. great. It was awful. I yeah, can tell. That was absolute oh fucking can garbage. Can edit that out, Joe? The whole. I'll piece. put in. I'll put in an eagle song or something. Thank you. In this fucking like place. It's fine. Eagles. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, that that came oh, out. No, oh, right. oh, oh, no. Oh, it's my God. Now. Now, now you can follow up. Some Freddie Mercury action here. Pulling that mic out of the stand. like Freddie Mercury action. Well, that, that was, was that, that was like was, a little uh, ditty. So that was wonderful. That was. Might have to use amazing. that for more than one. Thanks, thing. guys. I do have that recorded somewhere officially, so okay. I can probably. Uh, the, the first live recording on the Cartoon Casual yeah. podcast. Really fucking <laughs> satisfied with that. I have a. Um, damn it. I've got a music theory question. Sure. <laughs> Don't you? You kind of look at me kind of funny, like you. You do? You said that earlier, and I'm like, you're going to ask him to recite the fucking pentatonic scale or a circle of fifths? It's going to be a circle of fucking fifths question. I can feel it. Fucking jerk off. I, I, I know that people... <laughs> the only uh, fifths I know is whiskey. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Got it right back there. Okay. Forget performing tonight. Later on, you can have to, you know... Yeah, I may have to, like, uh, partake on one yeah. there. Yeah, all George. right. Um... No one has really been able to answer this for me. And music people, I know that you're going to do a good job. But, but I know that people know, Joe probably knows this, and you know this, but it's been so weird. And I think I know the answer. But I want an explanation and a demonstration of what this is. Oh, now I really loaded this up, haven't I? Wow. <laughs> I got this in the holster, rated of <laughs> Boom, the smoking, yeah. smoking, no smoking gun here. shit, man. <laughs> when someone says that this dunk or piece of music is going to be in the key of G, C, yeah. E. What does exactly that mean? Well, when somebody tells me what the key is or the song is, all I can think of is not not like a theoretical kind of, the uh, oh yeah, I play in E minor or C major. It's basically you look for the melody that fits that. You kind of, uh, kind of coding um, Louis Armstrong. You know, you, you you pick the notes like fruit. You know, you pick the most juiciest, most plump fruit when you play. Music. <laughs> when you, I know exactly what he's saying. I, I know you're looking at him like he's making this shit up, but he's no, no, fucking no, no, no. right. Yeah, okay, yeah. but do you know what key what key signatures are? Yes. So you know you have your your, your G clef right, like yes. or a treble clef, yes. right? Yeah, because and then you have your different sharps or flats in there. Yeah. It's it's kind of a it's a pathway of saying the best notes to play for this key are these notes. If you go outside those, it might sound kind of funky if you don't do it right. But that's the base of blues. It's where you get bending, going to the sharp, to the flat. It's a blueprint for how the song or that bit of music is supposed to sound. And then when you hear like a like a big uh, key change in a in a mm -hmm. song. I'm just I was gonna have him hopefully. I, like you said, you wanted to demonstrate. Yeah, and like um, you give me a that looks like an E right there. Is that an E? Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. I know I play guitar a little bit. Yeah, it's like I'm waiting for you to pick it up and then just show nope. Leonard what's up. That would be just funny as shit. Yeah, I'll, I'll just do smoke on the water like we all learned. When we I, I thought you were gonna be hokey jokey when you loaded that question up so big and so bold. I thought you were gonna go. All right, was "Smoke on the Water" the first song you learned? <laughs> I, have, I have another question based on the key. Could that could it mean that if someone says this song's in the key of C or C, yeah. whatever, that that's the first predominant note that's played in the piece? No, I, I usually look look at uh, I, I 
here, here's what what I I listen to the song as it progresses, and then we, I I will just like kind of put. I, I think of colors, you know, like soundscapes. Co- kinda, coloreds? You, know, you think of the... Co- color. Co- not collards. No, or no, coloreds. Or coloreds. God damn. Call them the, the coloreds. coloreds. <laughs> Shit. Co- colored the greens. Col- col- color, color, col- colored, colored greens. greens. Shit. Oh, my God. What? So you, you think that way. You In your, in your mind, it's actually... When you yeah, hear a piece uh, of music, your, yeah. bra- your brain thinks colors. Yeah, I, 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 and I might sound crazy, but usually... When you play blues, you kind of think of blues, you know, but it really that that's does not pertain to the color blue itself, but it's just like, yeah, like let's go to G, you know, it's out of tune, man. But yeah, anyways, what's up? Is it yeah. the humidity change or the altitude or some shit? Sar- sarcasm? Yeah, it's a your his guitar is a good bullshit detector. That's why it keeps going out of tune. <laughs> Paul, what you were thinking of is key versus root. Like the root, oh. like the G, the, the reason why a G chord is called a G chord is that the the root note, the predominant note, is a G. Is a G. So what what, what I usually F do? F sharp, so on and so forth, and that's how bass players figure out their shit because it's bass players, those who can't play guitar play bass. Yeah, actually, there's a lot of really good bass players. They're too nice. So, whenever I'm playing something like on a, on this root, I look at. Something that, you know, and you kind of mess with. So you like kind of hit all the notes that you can think that's gonna make that chord really pretty. Which is something that you know. So play something that's not in there so that he can hear it and go, oh, fuck, that sounds horrible. I'm not gonna play. See how those two don't really get in the mix. So So it's in the same kind of context of whatever, you know. It's kind of like in the same palette if we're talking colors. Yes. So whatever that works, how you combine those notes is what creates, you know, like, Whatever that the the mood or the 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 theme of the song. So if you're in a band, you say I want to do this in the key of, mm, then yeah. everybody there that's there, if they're a good musician, they go, all right, now I know what kind of family of things I can do. That's gonna exactly, sound yeah. Good. You kind of you know, and especially when playing when you're playing country, it's like you know you're doing a lot of the and oh, you know, I just you want to make out with my sister now. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> My sister? Okay. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, oh, really? Oh, it's weird. It's like making out with Paul, but it's a chick. <laughs> and hopefully she's not quite so angry. Oh, oh, she so, will be after I get done with her. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like her first thing of, how did I agree to do this? That would be her first. Yeah, thing. like how? Why? Why are you so sweaty? That'll be question number two. <laughs> Leonard has officially given up playing guitar. No, 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 no. I, so I am, you know, honestly, when he, when he was playing before and then just now when he Paul was demonstrating, cried. it was good. No, I was like, you have no idea how happy I am right now in this moment to have him here doing this. It's fucking brilliant. I absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Uh, I mean, 
Oh, I think I got it. Can can you? <laughs> no, uh, seriously. Can you play Stairway to Heaven? Please don't. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> don't kidding. even. Don't fucking don't. I'm play gonna break it. that guitar over your head. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very expensive. How much money is that worth? I don't want that. It's probably a nice one. It's like, how, how many nice airplanes is that worth? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man! Can, can you play some kind of uh, old traditional blues, kind of bluesy oh, okay. kind of thing? I know yeah, you guys would just love me, something. Man, this, this freaking—I think it's the temperature. It's getting there. It's getting there. Well, uh, kind of like a—I don't even have to recognize it. You can just do R U whatever. Yeah. Most most of yeah. blues are like Holy like shit. that anyways, but but like I there, love there's, it. there's really no uh, the rhythm is really kind of like a like a boogie kind of kind of like a stomp, you know. A lot of it's like a the way I describe it, it's like a elephant kind of running, kind of slow. Sure, I know exactly what you're talking about, and that well, and when people say. Oh, that sounds like Chicago blues. That sounds like Delta blues. That's Roots blues. That's they're, they're, that's they're, the kind of shit that people are talking about. And I don't know how some white kid from Ohio knows that shit, but I, I'm I'm serious, man. For some reason, there's just blues run deep in my family. Alligator Records. You ever listen to any of the oh, Alligator yeah, Records yeah, shit? Yeah. Chess Records. I, I grew up with Alligator Records, man. Like my grandpa was obsessed with that shit for some weird reason. I have no idea, but being able to hear and go yep that that's somebody ripped off muddy waters or lead belly huddy lead better is, is, is just hands down as far as i'm concerned the modern not well he wasn't that modern lead belly you're familiar with yes. lead belly uh, yeah. uh paul i know i assume you are yeah uh, as far as i'm concerned he kind of built a um the structure 
that a lot of the modern blues artists just took off. And by modern, I mean 1930s. Even and Led Zeppelin. Oh, oh sure. Shit, yeah. Re- re- really, like, heavily into blues. And the really, really, like, for me, the discovery of blues for me, because I never really played blues when I was back home, because I, I just kind of, like, I heard it from the Zeppelin stuff, Led Zeppelin, but I never really, like, got the spirit of it until I moved around here, actually. Hmm. You know, like, just hanging out, you know, with with folks you know you know you Laughlin being a transient town you know of course you meet a lot of people that come from vegas california texas you know and there was this guy i i used to hang out with sax player lewis bibbs makes a great pot of gumbo and he already passed away so he's he's a really great guy but totally turned me on to new orleans music Oh man, you know, and that, that that again, again, like the United States, man, America, the greatest export is music. I could go with that. I, yeah, I, I agree think with that's 100%. like the most awesome export that United States. I mean, I think some people realize that, but I think not the majority of folks really realize the importance of. If, if you go, music. I've had the fortunate experiences of traveling around, eh, not all around the world, but a lot, mm-hmm. and. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. You can't get away. It's the American sphere of influence when it comes to that is kind music, of insane. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of us undeniable. that are born here just kind of take it for granted. Yeah, and- hey, look at Clapton, man. He just kind of, he quit his old band because he likes what the band is doing here in the States. Yeah. yeah. You know, move here to the States. Like, yeah, I want, I want to do what those guys are doing. The, yeah, you know. When I, I, was, I don't know how old I was. My mother, my mother uh, sees uh, all... All musicians are on a certain level, and then there's Clapton that's way up here. So mm-hmm. Clapton is her absolute favorite, and everything from early stuff to Blind Faith and 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 going forward. Oh, dude! And he and I grew up listening to his music. I didn't know he was English until mm-hmm. I was probably sixteen or seventeen, and I heard him talk on like on stage. It was like, I didn't know he was from England. I had no idea. And then I started looking into it. I, like same with the Stones. For whatever reason, I just didn't know. But you hear that blues, you just kind of assume that they're American, and they were English guys emulating what they were doing. What yeah. English guys emulating what white guys were doing in the states that were emulating what black guys yep. did fifty <laughs> yeah. years before yep. in New Orleans. Yeah, or somewhere in the Delta, or even up. In, you know, they moved up to Chicago and did that in the forties and fifties. But still, so, so like you said, best export. That comes out of yeah, here. It's, 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 oh man! The most unique thing about too, like when you go further south, you know, like you got the Zydeco influence. Yeah, and believe it or not, New Orleans is like has that calypso. You know that I know you guys into Harry Belafonte, man. Oh yeah, sure. oh yeah. Oh man, it, you know I I I used to listen to a lot of that calypso music, and. The guys that, uh, there was a, I don't know if you guys remember, I don't know if you lived there long enough, there was a band called New Caribbean. No. Okay. No, they, now I'm pissed I didn't, <laughs> I've never heard of them. The, the, back back in the day when it was the Gold River, River Palms, not I the remember, Laughlin River Lodge. No, I remember Gold River because it was, it was Gold River, then River Palms, then now Laughlin, now Laughlin, whatever. But yeah, I remember when it was Gold, Gold River. So these guys played right on the front. When you come in, they're like right there. Playing this really amazing, you know, calypso, reggae, you know, some Latin jazz. And met met this guy. His name is Einstein. 
steel drum player. Very like a virtuoso steel, steel drum. Puts triggers on a, on on his drums and sings like an angel. Wow! But does all the the Marley stuff. He does all the Harry Belafonte stuff. But that's to me it. That got me into that music. That uh, you know, discovering it, and and there was a time when when the brewery in Colorado Bell was really cool. There was a reggae band that got hired there accidentally from Kingston, Jamaica. What? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, it was it was a long time ago. I would love to have seen that. Yeah, and it was weird and I hung out with those guys and of course they had some some pharmaceuticals. Huh. Some greenish. They brought like, some trees. That <laughs> was awesome. Like but, a ficus or a... like a yeah, I like ficus. Okay. Yeah, I like ficus, except uh, I heard they smoke plants down there in Kingston, Jamaica. <laughs> what kind of plants you're smoking? That's, that's illegal, right? Um, yeah, I think it's a gray area oh, or okay, a green right. area. So they had, you got to... Yeah, anyway. I, I, I got to talk to these guys, and that, that really, really, between Lewis Bibbs and the guys from New Caribbean and this unknown reggae band from Kingston, they, it really affected me musically because... It, it spoke, it kind of spoke somewhere, you know, and, and and the stuff that I play, you know, have you guys seen me play? I introduced a lot of like, like Latin jazz and some, you know, some Marley stuff. Then I infused some blues in it. So it's like all over the board. But the main, the main um, foundation of what I do is jazz, really. Jazz and blues. Blues, really. Because that's the, the main structure of it. So I kind of just... Kind of like soup, man. I just put oh, whatever yeah, no, that's what it is. A little bit of this and a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah every you know. soup that I've heard that you've played has been just really. Fun. I'm like, wow, Leonard's amazing me again tonight because <laughs> yeah. I oh, didn't know that. Oh, look, Leonard's kicking ass again tonight. <laughs> that's cool. Yawn. Like, yeah, <laughs> and it, I burned myself cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somehow that struggle may, came through. I think. I, <laughs> and by the way, all the local musicians that we've spoken to, when you just kind of ask them casually, like, oh, who do you want? Or who's the best? Or who did it? All of them kind of point to Leonard. Isn't it true? They all yeah, kind of it really is. Every single local musician I know just kind of points to you and like, yeah, uh, yeah, he's yeah guy. That, that guy makes us all fucking look bad. Like, <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, was it? Uh, I know it's George Harrison and Eric Clapton, and I can't remember who the third person was. It might have been Mark Knopfler hanging out, and they saw Knopfler, Knopfler, and they saw. <laughs> it's they, a they, side joke. That's terrible. It's bad. Yeah, poor Steve. Steve can't operate his phone, so he's never going to figure out a podcast. <laughs> he, he, I asked, oh my god! I asked Steve one time. I was like, "Hey, man, what, what kind of music are you listen to?" He was like, oh, "I really like uh, Mark Knopfler." Like, no, we were driving down to a movie. We, we were driving like, to a movie, and, and we went. And it, I, you mean Mark Knopfler? Knopfler, like fucking Dire Straits, like one yeah. of the best, like hand. Oh yeah, that guy. Oh, I thought so we're, you really like him. <laughs> I thought it, we were gonna. He was Could gonna register. Could a knucklehead? Oh Something. my god, it was so bad. Oh my god, we have to edit it's, this out. Anyway, no, you had, you had, you had uh, Clapton and Knopfler. Harrison. Clapton and Harrison at least at some club, and yeah. like, yeah, you got to check this guy out. And it was Jimi Hendrix and fucking 
clapped and was all pissed off. He's like, I might as well just throw my fucking guitars away or said something just through. That's how people look at you, just so you know uh, that. Oh, man. That's, 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 which which that's we, heavy, brings though. me to, because we talked about this. We spoke about this. This is kind of could be your year. You want to really try to go somewhere more with your music this year. Yeah, I, I do. And I think the signs from the universe are like kind of uh, kind of pushing me in that direction. And just to set the record straight, you know, I, I, I don't think I'm the best musician. I would say I'm more of a uh, kind of a, uh, what's a nicer way to put it? I'm a regressive string bender. Regressive <laughs> string bender. I'm going to remember that one. I, I kind of want to start a band and call it the regressive, regressive string, string benders. RSB. Yeah, the RSB. I, 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 I'm kind of stating that to set the record straight. It's like it's really I'm trying to go back to the the foundation of of how it feels, not how flashy it's played or how complicated it's played, but the really the spirit of the music, like going back to it. Like that's why I'm saying regressive. But really, you're being progressive too. But then you're trying to go back. Sometimes it's I, good I, to get back to the roots. I, I think this is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was gonna say. I think this is a common thing. I think with a lot of creative artists that have been doing things for a while, because you try to advance. But yeah. then, then I think a lot of them just eventually go. You know what? I got to get back to how it felt in the beginning, or what really yeah. moved me, or what it really is. And some of the best things, including music, yeah. are just simple and raw. Yeah, and, and and like, have you heard the new Rolling Stones album? They went back to the way they really sounded back in the day. Really? Yeah. All right. And then maybe yeah, I would yeah, actually yeah. listen to it. Yeah, just, just check it out. <laughs> there you go. Check nah, it that's, out. That's the joke about the Sto- Rolling Stones concert is it, when, it, the time to go and grab a beer or get something to eat or go pee is when you go, all right, here's one off the new album. And then everybody fucking <laughs> makes a <laughs> beeline. No, um, there, there's a video. Uh, I actually, my friend Bruce, Bruce Beekman, he showed me this. Uh, who's that? Who's that chick in Twilight? The, the chick? Kristen Stewart. Yeah, Kristen Stewart. Yeah, there's a video with the new Rolling Stones song. And she's in it? She's in it. Huh. It was really good. <laughs> because she was in it? Yeah. <laughs> no, it, like you no. could shut your eyes and you're like, okay, this is still all no, right. No, it, it's it's well done. And and she was driving a uh, Shelby Mustang around the streets of L.A. Right on. Okay. Yeah, just kind of. I'm going to check this out. Yeah, it's oh. really, really cool. And then you got the stones playing in the background. It's just amazing. And, and back to what I'm saying, like going back to that feeling of, you know, like, you know, like in any music, blues, punk, or, uh, you know, jazz, you know, heavy metal. It's just like the, how it makes you feel. I think that's what's important. I think that's what I'm trying to say when I say regressive. It's like kind of going back to what, what it really means. Where the real drive came from. Yeah, where we came, where, where, where the flame, where the source of the flame, you know, because that's what real, really what makes, you know, especially American music is from that, you know, like, kind it's like great. Inspiration, there's, I think, a stronger Japanese yeah. word for it, and I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious. I'm not, tr- I'm not trying to make it funny. Yeah, it's called sukiyaki. It's oh, mommy. Oh my god. Yeah, something. Hey, can you play sukiyaki? Because that would be <laughs> no. fucking, that would really make amazing. You're talking about though spending maybe some time in um, Austin <laughs> though, right? Going to doing maybe. Yeah, I, you know, I want I I want to re, re uh, rekindle some of that 
Have you no. been there yet? No, I have not. And, oh my god, and, we're gonna lose that, Leonard. Here he goes. Oh, there, be gone. <laughs> That's gonna, it. You're gonna be the new mayor of Austin in five years. I can yeah. feel it now. Yeah. We'll have to come out and visit him, which I don't mind going to Austin. And yeah, visit twist you know, my arm know. and go to the fucking music capital of the United States. <laughs> yeah, not a problem. But you know, it's it's like it's really a really cool journey being, especially here in Laughlin, Bullhead, and Kingman. You know, and you guys have, you know, open arms embraced me here, and I'm really really tickled and very honored. You know, and very happy. To like you, hang out with miscreants like you guys. You, oh yeah, you, it's us. I'm not saying anything that Joe doesn't believe either. That should be said that you are one of the elements when you come in town or you've been here for a while. You are one of the elements that makes downtown a little bit better. When, oh when, man, when yeah, you come in and play, absolutely. That's the, that's that the is, bottom line. Uh, yeah, uh, and nothing else even needs to be said about it. I mean, it's that is the like you said the bottom line. When man, I, when you it's pretty are heavy, guys. Playing, man. People people come out. People are like, oh fuck, man. Leonard's playing. All right, that's it. They can, go they, can, they can depend on the quality. They know how good you are, and it's interesting because we've seen we've come down to see you play in uh, Bullhead too. At what's the name of the the, the bar down there? Lazy, Lazy Harry's. Harry's yeah. yeah, hell yeah, yeah man. That I, that's that's another institution right there. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love Lazy Harry's. It was oh, an experience man. though. But you can play about anything, and this is a really cheesy question to ask. I hate to even ask it, but is there is there a certain genre of music you kind of like more than anything or not you just want to kind of can you, fuse everything can together you, i mean other like jazz you said jazz and blues but is there like just a whenever i'm having a shit day i can always play blah and that will always make me better Ooh. that's a, i mean that's a tough that's like picking your favorite kid if you got more than one. Oh man uh more, more the, i lean towards jazz when, when i really have a sh- shitty kind of fucked up day i listen to a lot of django django, django reinhardt yeah yeah something about that music too it's very again it to me it's very primal to me you know because there's that gypsy jazz it, it, it's its own riotous style too you know like like that's like the blues of the gypsies you know they don't play 12 bar blues but they play 12 bar gypsy jazz stuff which is like phenomenal and when i first heard of django it's like totally i didn't pick up my guitar for months actually <laughs> i was depressed because uh, you're like oh my god oh god I, damn it how do i <laughs> how am i gonna play this shit yeah and the guy was playing with two fingers you know and it's just amazing Who who's the jazz black jazz <laughs> guitar player were you gonna say colored jazz color the color the color that it's in sedona the guy that uh i talked about I said oh, oh this guy son is of a bitch st- I against an s cardo like, Car- you'll you'll know yeah, him. No, carlo no, freaked no, out carlo freaked him up. out and figured out he was in he was oh my god god he's probably in his 60s now stanley jordan stanley jordan oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He, he lives in sedona what? Yeah. <laughs> yep. what? Exactly. We learned this. We're going, what's, is he dead now? And Joe was, goes, nope, looks like he lives in Sedona. Nope. He, he hangs out going, in Sedona. He plays at a couple bars there, like here, just well, here. Dude, just this guy's, in. Inc- is he not incredible? Oh my God. Uh, what was that Bruce Willis movie? Yeah. Um, the date uh, movie, Blind uh, Date. Uh, Blind, Blind Date. date. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. When yep. they went to the studio and listened to Stanley yeah, Jordan for a yeah. while. I fell in love with Stanley Jordan years ago. Dude, like he, he's another one too. He, he, the guy has no peers, really. Yeah. Everybody just copies what he did, but just what he does. So is we just... should go stalk Stanley Jordan yeah, in Sedona? Yeah, stalk- I say we, we go to Sedona, <laughs> get fucking hammered, and start and walking start... around and be like, Stanley! Stanley! 
What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Does Sedona have dive bars? Like, I, we I had to go I, to a dive bar. I, I, I bet f- they do. Ha- we should just get hammer smashed. And we be should like, kind of research. Hey, you know, I barkeep. I, I think I think we should do a podcast when we go to Sedona. Actually. Oh okay. man, we could do that. Yeah, like kind of, kind of like a uh, kind of get the impromptu. right mode, mood, mode. Yeah, I, I think that would be cool. I, I, awesome. I, th- I think you should like give it, give give these the show a wheels. You know, we've actually show some wheels. Yeah. We've actually talked about doing uh, like an outdoor podcast. Um, once things get a little more hospitable outside, do it out right, there because right. it's it's dead fucking silent out here at the airport at right. night. Out in Sedona would be even better. No, or we, we could do that just yeah. in like the bathroom of some dive bar where we're stalking Stanley Jordan. Yep. <laughs> just recorded <laughs> off Stanley of Jordan's out there. That's Stanley, awesome. Let's say Stanley Jordan is wow. pooping right next to me right now. <laughs> if listen, you, listen. If you hear it, that's. He's literally playing jazz with his butthole right now. Like, yeah, like, can you smell that? I think he had Mexican. That's <laughs> yeah. Mexican. Maybe he'll play some, some. Maybe he'll play some fucking Tejano tonight. Stanley Jordan eats Mexican food and shits Tejano. That's. <laughs> I hope Stanley Jordan listens to this podcast. Oh and is like, yeah. These guys are fucking assholes. Anyway, I yeah, we anyway. freaked out. I said I cannot believe that fucker is in Sedona. No, yeah. So now, wow! Thanks for the info on that. Yeah, oh, now or oh, no? Oh He's gonna be in the police blotter, the <laughs> Sedona Daily Dispatch. <laughs> uh, we should take another break and end in one more segment, I think, because I know Leonard's I, got an end I, date. I, I, I don't know if we can. Yep. I don't know if. Uh, excuse me. I don't know what. Uh, do you have time to do a short to, segment? A short yeah, well, segment? Well, yeah, well, yeah. All right, I, I okay, have some time. I, I, really, I'm really enjoying this, really talking with you guys. Cartoon casual. With well, we're going to stroke uh, more of Leonard's ego here in a little no. bit. Yep. Oh, we'll be right back. Interior. I'm also here. <laughs> and, uh, glad to be back again. Hey. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens. Not when anything have, else to say? No, that's have, not true at all. We have good me. conversations yeah. on break, and they're like, why is the why is the mic not on? Like, we come back from break. Uh, uh, so, uh, what's your favorite color, Paul? <laughs> No, 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 I don't really have a favorite anymore. We can go down that road if you like. You don't have a favorite colors. color anymore. Like well, I, I'll never have, I'll never not have a favorite color. Well, like, I think now it's kind of a deep reddish orange, like a deep, vivid, strong reddish orange. Ooh, that's your favorite really? color? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. right now that or, that explains so fucking much about my it. hair, doesn't it? Explains I mean, your hair. Going it out. explains how crazy you are. The blood pressure, tea in the fridge. What about you, Leonard? What's your favorite color? My favorite color is black. 
Really? Yes. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's fucking dark. You're what? serious? Really? That's no, dark? No, not no. No. I, okay. <laughs> Motherfucker had me going, too. God damn it. No, I was looking at it. <laughs> what is your favorite color? I don't think he has one because I don't Actually, baby blue. Yeah. Like surf you, blue. Yep. Yeah. Surf blue. I really like that. Mine's like uh, the, not cerulean, but the uh, blue, deep blue, like the ocean, way out, out to sea, not not up close to the beach, like way out. Oh, yeah. That, uh, I can't, uh, tur- not tourmaline. There's a specific color. For and, ocean blue? Yeah, or? and I can't fucking think of what it's called, but it's that color. Yeah, like, you know, like the, the deep, deep ocean. Very, very yeah, deep okay. ocean blue. That's, yeah, it's that's just almost like uh, darker than navy blue, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's almost yeah. that color. Yeah, I... I so what's yeah. wrong with me? What's what? Oh God, <laughs> Paul, we don't have. I don't know have. I've, this Much is a thirty. Memory. Is there a long this list? Is only a thirty-two gig memory <laughs> stick, man. I don't fucking know if we have time for that. I don't know. I meant my different colors. With but the I was, fact that your your favorite color is burnt sienna or whatever the fuck it was that you said, it was like <laughs> Jew on fire red. Yeah, no shit. What the hell, man? <laughs> like my favorite color is just Uh-oh. pure rage. Whatever yeah, rage, yeah. The, you know, like oh. the color that you see when you can't remember how violent you were with another human being, that's my favorite color. <laughs> if, that's that's Paul's favorite if, color. If I actually could play an instrument well or sing well, Joe already has my album cover. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll, 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 you know what? We might have to put that one on the cover of the, this this uh, episode. <laughs> Just because it's... He, he, he... Oh, my God. You you fucked your head up that one day. I, no, I did. Yeah, and, I, and he said... I gashed me, my head on an airplane. Oof. And, and I, uh, was kind of still kind of swollen and bloody. And I was going out that night and I took a kind of a selfie in my car. It was dark and I took a selfie. <laughs> Isn't that Dude. Per- that's a perfect fucking album cover picture, so he, right? So he, he said, no, he made a meme and then. Songs in the Key of Darkness. <laughs> Can you send it, that to it me? It says, please? no, I will, absolutely. <laughs> It says for you folks that that would be good albums. You could make use that for your dude. You 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 look like uh, what Henry Rollins should look. Yeah, if Henry Rollins had continued to to drink instead of quit when he was like (laughs) nineteen, fucking quitter. (laughs) Yeah, right. Nobody likes a fucking quitter. Quitter. (laughs) Remember Henry Rollins? They were talking about him on the Rogan uh, Rogan's podcast. Yes, uh, the couple couple episodes ago, they were talking about how he's he likes to just travel all over the world and. Eat good food, and he just goes to his hotel room at night, and then writes. And they all kind of make fun of him for it. And like, hey, well, you know what I like to do when I travel? Go out and get hammered and see what kind, <laughs> see what kind of trouble I can get into. Henry Rollins likes to go home and or go back to the hotel room and write. Ah, fuck that guy, <laughs> fucking quitter. And all they did was just shit on him for like fucking twenty minutes. When Henry, like Henry Rollins could beat the living like, fuck, fuck out, out of all, yeah. like oh, yeah. Yeah. even Joe Rogan's been doing some sort of combat or whatever. Yeah. Jiu Jitsu, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu for like twenty five years. Henry Rollins would just grab his head and just squeeze it like a grape, and you just die. Anyway, that looks like that, Henry Rollins. That, you think it does look? It does look. Like, yeah, it does. It, it has yeah. that the angle, and it's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's fucking oh scary, man. Like, oh, Paul. But when Joe, I, I, I accuse Joe of stealing that idea or that uh, songs in the key of darkness. He goes, no, dude, I came up with that. I that was original it thought. Songs I, in the I, key I, of darkness. I, 
That's what it looks like. It looks like it's just, that's him doing it. I just took it's this. So good. <laughs> it's so fucking so good. Send that to Leonard. So he's in the key of darkness right now. Oh my god! It, that, it, <laughs> and it's so goddamn apropos. Joe goes, for, got your album cover, and, I went, and, and it cover. sounds like something Leonard Cohen can. Yes. It, yeah. It sounds like a really late Leonard Cohen. Like you know, yeah. You know, unfortunately, passed recently. Yeah, I know, man. And it was. I don't know if you read the. But the open like love letter he wrote to the his muse. I can't remember the lady's name. It was his they were live in partners. Like they were they lived together in the late sixties, early seventies for like four or five years as he was kinda of coming up as a singer songwriter and then they kind of drifted apart. But anytime they would ever hang out with each other, he had a whole album full of songs he wrote about her. And he called her his muse for the longest time. She passed away in like I wanna say August mm-hmm. and he wrote this open letter, uh, and it was published. I think they put it in Rolling Stone, and the New York Times picked it up here and there. And it was just kind of, I'll miss you. I'll see you on the other side soon, and we'll write oh, some wow. songs together. It's totally brilliant. And then, wow. he, passed, and then, and then he, he passed very shortly after. But in, like somebody had asked him, we want to do an interview with you. And I think it was with Rolling Stone, but not mm-hmm. print. I think it was online. And he said, "Yeah, I think I'm just. I'm. I'm I think I'm ready to die. You know, I'm. I've. I. I think I've exhausted all my creativity and done all the good things that I can do here on Earth. And I think it's just time to kind of move on. on. Motherfucker died like two weeks later. I was like, I. I hate 2016 so much. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was the one. Him and Bowie mm-hmm. were the two that really just were like the gut punch of 2016. Because I, yeah, Leonard Cohen. It's like every phase of my life I've ever been in." Since I was probably 12 or 13 years old, Leonard Cohen has an album that's perfect to listen to no matter sure. what mood you're in. You, no what, matter what mood. What is your favorite Leonard Cohen song? Oh, God. It's probably. Oh, I hate you for asking me this. I don't I know where I'm going with this because he. It, po- I think it, you posted it or something, and I went, that's like the favorite, best fucking it, song in the world. Take This Waltz. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's or a, or a, a sing me to oh god damn it I've got <laughs> my, mine I've got it on my phone I've got I, mine is a thousand kisses deep hey yeah hey, yeah that's so, mine too that's you know. fucking this I, 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 fucking I, yeah I think you make a comment yeah, or yeah. someone did on Facebook and yeah, I went I oh that song that's like the best song ever almost yeah yeah it's <laughs> like the the imagery that it, yep this the lyrics that he evokes you know it's just. If it be your will, like that fucking that that one. If I could get that deep, I would I would form a band just to perform. If it be your will, or um, Sisters of Mercy, so long, Marianne. Yeah, those are. Those I mean, these. They're, they're, I think any, like, any I can't Leonard Cohen song is just it's just great. But oh, dance me to the end of love. Yeah. That's that's the song that okay. I was trying to think yeah, of. Yeah. But right. but there's there's it's it's Leonard Cohen. Yeah, Leonard. I mean, Cohen, you can't. He's untouchable. I remember there was a moment talking about 2016 losing a lot of great people, even right to the very end, right? Almost like Christmas, or not Christmas. It's it fucking was George Michael, New man. Year's, yeah, yeah, yeah New yeah, Year's yeah. Eve or some whatever. I remember hearing at some point a couple months ago, I was might have been in Blackbridge or something, and oh, so and so just died, and I knew it. Yeah, I kind of went, yep. Or no, it's like sure, of course they did because you get de- because because everybody's dying. You're I'm going, desensitized I, I to you. it. it yeah. It's fucked up. It's too bad. You know how I wish would die is Ted Nugent. <laughs> I love it. Do, do you catch that? Um, I want. It's not Vice. I don't remember who keeps posting it. I keep seeing it on on Facebook. He's like, "Yeah, we had another celebrity die, and uh, unfortunately, uh, Ted Nugent is still alive." I've seen that no less than fifteen times last year. Like it was like, and Ted Nugent is still alive. 
You know, it'd be it would when be I was awesome. a kid, I liked him. I really yeah. did. I really did. I mean, I didn't. I mean, when he goes to politics and stuff, I just loud screaming ass and Nugent guitar when I was in you know in the eighties. You know what I I kind of foresee for that guy is that there would be a hunting accident where he was trying to take a shit and accidentally shot his head off with a fucking gun while taking a shit. Like out from <laughs> yeah. his asshole. Yeah. Up. yeah. Yeah. Like a really horrible death. You really don't like yeah. Ted Nugent. I'm, I'm like, watching actually his eyes when he's talking about this. He's like, is this like a fantasy for, for Leonard? You're fetishizing Ted Nugent's death. And, and I, I, I kind of, no, tur- I'm kind of turned on by the fact that you're turned on. Like, <laughs> I feel like maybe we could do a Ted no, Nugent think, death circle jerk here in a second. Yeah. It's just, it's just like, to me, he's like the representation of, What's not really good about the United States, really? Yeah, I, I would say that you are 100% correct on that one. Not to get too political, which is something we try to steer yeah. away from on this podcast, but you're so fucking accurate on that. Like, he really is the distilled dregs of what's wrong with with, 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 yeah. with some of There's our Plenty of examples, culture. too, with... It's it's yeah. pretty bad, and the shitty thing is like I you know what man love the country I love this country too he he does a lot of great things for the troops he performs mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't even take money from the USO they won't even he won't take money from the USO to fly and perform for the troops he pays his own way yeah. and brings his whole band with him he does some great stuff like that unfortunately it's overshadowed by the fact that he's a draft dodging piece of shit. Right, like, and he's a, he's a, I just don't fucking like Ted Nugent. I just don't. I don't. I don't even like his music. Yeah, I, but I, I like zero percent of Ted Nugent. On, on songs. a positive note, he's still gonna is, die soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He might that, not though. I don't know. Yeah. No, but but to, to me, as to you know, being a musician, I still give him some respect, some level of respect that he he uses his music. For for the troops, you know, like kind of make, make it a distraction for them. Of course, yeah, no, I, I I give him that, but as a human being, I really don't care for him. <laughs> no, no, like I, if he got hit by a bus tomorrow, I don't think that we would be bereft of all this cultural, you know, happenings. You would say, no. "Oh, was the bus damaged?" That's what you would say. Oh God, you, I you. hope it wasn't a greyhound. Was anybody else on the bus hurt? Was it a Prevo? Like a <laughs> was it Prevost? <laughs> And it wasn't Willie Nelson's bus, was it? Oh, by oh, the way, God. it's so funny when the news comes out. Every once, as you know, every once in a while, they say that they, you know, pulled over, a, you know, a tour bus, Willie Nelson's tour bus, and they uh, found weed. <laughs> bum, bum, which is bum. Shocking, and they arrested people. And, I, and I'm going, well, thank God for that. I feel much better now that Willie Nelson's people are off the road because they were smoking weed. I feel much safer. Good job, Texas State Troopers. I can't believe that they fucking did that. I, and that was a long time ago. Like Everybody a, went, are you goddamn kidding me? Willie Nelson, you're really? Gonna you're going to pull over Willie Nelson? They're going to find some weed in there and bust Willie Nelson. Good job. It's it's, <laughs> it's so stupid. It's, 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 it's just genuinely ridiculous that they ever even pulled him over like you go yeah. oh once you realize it's willie nelson's bus just fucking let him go just let yeah, him go just let him fucking go i had a, a woman i dated for she was a um texas ranger nope oh. she was a cop and somewhere i don't know what level of whatever in arizona you dated a cop well carol was a oh yeah cop. that's right all right never mind all right <laughs> <laughs> anyway the silence <laughs> 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 
Whenever I they love would, that silence. Like, boom. <laughs> boom. Oh, okay. <laughs> whenever they would pull someone over, if they were doing yeah. a little bit and they knew something was wrong, drinking, whatever, she said they would just always hope and pray to God that they were smoking weed and not drinking. Because drinking equals belligerent sometimes, and weed just mm-hmm. never is. Hey, what's up? Yeah, you don't. You never hear about yeah. somebody getting real high, going and driving, and then pulling a gun on a cop. Like that doesn't fucking happen. Right. You do hear that happening from somebody whose Whoa. judgment is questioned by being drunk. Well, usually like, you have peaceful soccer matches in Amsterdam than any place in the world, right? <laughs> I believe that's true. Yep. And I've never heard of Cheech and Chong pulling a weapon. Oh God, that reminds me. So I went to fucking Safeway <laughs> today before I came here. I saw. I witnessed absolute. Ignorant perfection. I saw a guy walk up to the customer service counter and go, could I have an application? And I'm looking at this guy, and he's got a shirt that's like four sizes too big, and it's got Cheech and Chong on the shirt as he walks in and asks asks for an application. And, And the lady at the customer service counter who is like, Looking around at people to see, I I think she was looking around to see if she was being punked or something. Like, like the camera was like, running, is there a camera? Yeah. Like who's okay? All right, guys. <laughs> fucking why is Cheech Junior here? <laughs> and it's he and it's a bright green shirt with and it's it. I think he thought that was his like dress shirt because it was a collar shirt. It was like a bowling shirt that had Cheech and Chong, like Cheech here, Chong here, and then it had pot leaf print and it was green it was green it was like kind of sparkly did you after you heard him say that Do i'm you sure picture? you slowed no you no. should have took a and picture I, sh- I, I was i was in awe i couldn't use my hands so you you altered your whatever you were doing to see how this was going to play out i'm guessing to how Me, they were gonna myself the uh checkout guy like the checker uh-huh. and the old man behind me in line when we heard him uh, can I have an application? Like way louder than he needed to be. Right. We just went. Let's watch this. Kind of, all three of us, like the three of us, went, ah. our heads turned and we looked at this guy, and, he, and he's just like, "Yeah, I need a job, uh, so I could use an application." And she's like, she looks around <laughs> to see if anybody else was witnessing what she was and we were like i locked eyes with her and she looked at him and go well we don't do we don't have paper applications you have to fill it out online but what if i don't have a computer now i could see that response like being okay in like maybe 2004 maybe but someone you know has a computer yes you know or your phone can act like a uh, right yeah you can yeah. <laughs> it was can? It was killing me. I, I, yeah, I mean, I can apply for a job. You know, no, I'm, I got it. <laughs> no, I'm can I sh- see Leonard applying for a job? He's I'm like, hey, <laughs> can I have an application, please? And they're like, we don't hire black people. <laughs> Did you see the sign? The sign that says no coloreds. <laughs> Oh my God, my brother, my brother, my, my, my middle brother, Eli, he came out to visit a couple of years ago out here and we did the downtown like pub crawl kind of thing. Uh, yeah. We ended up at Sporty's and he saw the sign that says no colors. 
he thought that meant no coloreds, like no black people, <laughs> not he, gang like, colors. Colors. He did not say shit until um, fuck, I can't remember who it was. <laughs> Somebody black walked in, and he's like, "Oh, I bet he didn't see the sign." <laughs> I mean, we're drunk as shit sitting out back, and he's like, "Sign? Is that guy gonna have a problem because he didn't see the sign?" I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" He goes, "It says no colors," and I'm like. <laughs> I mean, both Tim Schritter and I were just like, sitting there like, oh. what the fuck? <laughs> and it took, because we're drunk, you know? And, and then it took us a second, and I'm like, Eli, do you, do you mean colors? Do you, do you think that means black people? Like, no black people? He yeah. goes, well, yeah, I mean, I know this town's like segregated. I'm like, it's not segregated. <laughs> it's not, there's just not a lot of black people anymore. Or, I mean, anymore, anymore. <laughs> we got we got I, rid of the black people. I don't think I said anymore. I, well, I said fish well, there's moved. just not a lot of fight. Yeah, fish is gone. <laughs> fish now we need to have. You should move to Kingman. That <laughs> 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 we have a conservation of black people here. Blacks. Yeah. Why did fish move? Why did because uh, because be, Kingman is that? Um, was there something else going well, on? We said, back the way you came, boy. Right. No, he, nah, go on, get. Go on, get. Fried chicken prices went up here. That's actually what I asked. I said, why are you moving? He goes, oh, you know, it's like just the economy. And I, I move in with my folks and save some money. And I'm like, oh, fried chicken prices are going up here. And he's like, it's fucking hella expensive here. <laughs> That's the thing. Fish doesn't see racism. He even, he doesn't even see my goofy fucking jokes Yeah, when he that said shit. that, he, he didn't even think. He did not. Black people all. eat fried like the, chicken. The time that he goes, hey, hey, Joe, do you have keys to the walk-in? I need to put some stuff back in there for Tim. And I was like, all right, uh, give me a second. So I got up and he started talking to somebody else. And I was like, Hey boy, come on, let's go. And he's, and he's like, Oh, okay. I'll go. And then he's like, he stopped for a second. He goes, Motherfucker, you just called me boy. And I responded. And he goes, yeah, I know. I think that's kind of a wash. Like you, you responded to me calling you boy, and I was being racist. So it's kind of like a wash. That's your fault too. A, I think you will call that a push. <laughs> it was just fucking cracked up at it. <laughs> like on a table, I suppose. It's like, that's a push. All right. Push. Oh, oh, don't put me in the hot box. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Master Tim going to put you in the hot box, that fish. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, see, that's... No, he did move because uh, he actually had like a like an offer to play drums in some band and... Uh, and uh, Phoenix area. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, yeah like yeah, actual yeah. drums, not like a cajon. Yeah. Like a, I'm like, oh, you mean like more than one drum that you don't sit on? And he's <laughs> like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's good because like, you know, I, I, I wanted to hire fish, but I don't know how, if he can drive down here, down Bullhead or, you know, can't afford it. I even told him, like, ah, I can pay for your gas if you want. But, hmm. but you know, it's just, I think it's more profitable for me to play by myself or whenever I get hired in a band or something. So are you going to try to actively pursue a working in Austin and doing gigs there or do studio work like in L.A.? or what? what are as you, what far is as like, uh, I, like what you just described, I, I want to get more like a presence so that I can, I can be more available for whatever folks that would hire me for... To, to be a sideman or an original project or so anything anybody hears a podcast I'm available for any work in that vein ladies that's anything and he <laughs> will do anything 
He will serenade you in the valley if need be. I'll yodel in the valley. I'll bet there are plenty of wealthy women in the valley who would love to pay to have Leonard serenade. Oh, my God. I know, seriously. Well, once you go black. (laughs) People are going to meet you for the first time and be like, this fucking guy is not black. What the fuck were they talking about? These guys are a bunch of tards in that podcast. (laughs) They say that anyway. But everything tastes great on a cracker. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I've I've never heard that. I'm calling my I, buddy. Uh, that's amazing. That's that's. I need to write that down. <laughs> Everything tastes. Where's right. my fucking notepad at here, Joe? This really? is being recorded. You don't right. have to write it down. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's like a a, a, a buddy of mine. He uh, was my roommate for a while. He he's another songwriter from. From Tennessee, not really from. He's from West by God, Virginia. Virginia. Oh no, yeah. Yeah. he's from Canova. His name is Timothy Moon. Another Tim. <laughs> he's from Moon. where? Canova, West Virginia. I know where. Can- I've been to Canova. Canova's Holy shit! About this big. I'm from Ohio, so holy uh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brad Paisley's from around those parts. Yeah, too. Like, he's really that- great songwriter. I mean, he was my roomie for a while in in Bullhead City. I worked with him. Uh, at Harris Caesars, and every time he made somebody made a comment, "Why don't you go black? You don't go black." And then he has that kind of hick, you know. Well, everything tastes great on a cracker, honey. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking good. I'm. Oh my oh, god, that, that shall be used. And I, I, can, can tell. I could go other directions with and go. Oh well, man, uh, you know yeah, you could so. put anything on a cracker. Oh that that yeah yeah anything, mm-hmm. you yeah. can you can change it up how how however necessary. But I, I got to describe wow. it. This guy, this guy is like six two, almost, you know, reddish brown hair, beard, big fucking green eyes, kind of like he looks like a uh, like a, lurch. No, like more like a he kind of looks like a serial killer, but he's not. But so he looks like most people from West Virginia. Yeah, he look he just kind of has that certain way about him. Yeah, so there's a but he's like the funniest dude ever and he's like one of my best friends. Um he lives in North Carolina now but um yeah, he writes great songs, you know, very basic guitar, great voice, you know, but but has a family now, so uh, I he kind of, he, he'll visit here one of these uh uh, cycles here. He'll, I'll have him perform up here in Kitchen. You should. You absolutely should. Yeah, he's hilarious. Really. And lots of uh, anecdotal happenstance, fuck up, you know, you know, comments while he's playing. Sounds like <laughs> fucking my kind of guy. Absolutely. And he drinks like a fish. <laughs> that works too. Also like everybody else Also, here. yeah, no shit. <laughs> Kind of like that guy, hand. like you know, drinks whiskey, plays. Yeah, like one of those. Yeah, you know, do you remember guys. that guy's name? The guy that would do the X-rated set at. Well, like, his, all right, everybody. His group's name, his band name is, is Mudcat. Mudcat. And I know he kind of goes by that name too, but obviously it's not his real name. Right. But if you were to look up, it would easily come up on any YouTube or any search of Mudcat. I think we need to road trip it to Atlanta. To yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, and I want to go to that strip club though too. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Uh, Clermont. Claremont Lounge. Claremont Lounge. There's a lot of uh, tran tranny go tranny action. The Claremont Lounge. So I can get a dick wagged in my face and boobs. Yep. 
Now, wow. I, I didn't know. <laughs> well, sign me up. But I, but I didn't know they had a hooey. Hooey. I, I didn't. He don't. Oh, baby. I didn't know that uh, the Claremont Lounge had stump stripper night or something, though. St- it's not st- that makes it sound like quiz night. <laughs> stump the stripper. Stump the stump the stripper. That'd be easy, right? Stump the ask the stripper. Well, fucking stump yourself, stripper. Uh, no sh- uh, shit. No, they have they, they just have anybody. I, I remember now. I remember that episode of uh, Anthony Bourdain's uh, The Layover where he did the uh, forty-eight hours in a town, mm-hmm. and you had to be within like a short cab ride from the. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, from the airport, mm-hmm. and he did went all over the world and did this, and one of them was in Atlanta, and that Claremont was Lounge. and Claremont Lounge was mm-hmm. where, one of the places he went, and they don't. It's not a themed night. It's just any stripper that wants to show up and strip if she pulls in, you know, people with ones, she gets to strip. And, and I, they had a couple. They had some midgets there. Excuse me. Little people, little, little people, whatever. Hobbits. And they Mike had, just got they a boner. Let, they even let black people dance. Really? <laughs> <It's> crazy. <laughs> well, they have to because it's Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> no. They had a. They, I remember. And Leonard was, pointed out there's people with missing limbs. Missing limbs. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 I, and that was. So I do remember that. I remember uh, Bourdain just sitting there with a cigarette, drinking his Miller Light or whatever fucking horrible beer he's drinking he's like i just love places like this where i can for two dollars i can get tits wagged in my face and a beer and still smoke inside <laughs> and then there meanwhile there's a one-legged blind deaf stripper or some shit on stage i do remember this episode now that you okay. started saying yeah. that, i'm like that sounds familiar through all the hops you know, and bong I think, resin I think, in my brain. I think that would be my bucket list uh you know go to mount everest Play on stage with Clapton and Claremont uh, Lounge. Yes, yeah. that's a hell your of a bucket, bucket list. Your bucket list needs to be a little bit more. <laughs> no, it's like a bucket of shit list. I like that. <laughs> no, nah, it's perfect. No, that you're the you're the right kind of lowbrow person to be on this podcast more than once, Leonard. For real, because yeah. I have, have a, I have weird bucket list shit like that too. Like I, I like I, I want to take a dump at the Trump Hotel, you know, or Upper Deck, something there. Yeah. Ever, yeah, I've never yeah. stepped foot in a Trump hotel. Me neither. I don't really want to take my feet in there. I just kind of want to take a shit in there. No. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think we might need to wrap this up a little we bit. We might be approaching right. the two I think hour mark. Leonard's got a gig tonight, so that's good. Yeah, if you you know uh, the Aquarius, the Aquarius, the Aquarius, the Splash, Splash Cabaret, and. You know, and folks, you haven't heard the last of Leonard Interior. I have a feeling he's going to make it fucking big here soon. Oh, I can. That's called jinxing. Well, <laughs> knock on knock wood. on the wood. <laughs> but we'd like to really thank you for coming in and yeah. um, hey guys, and, and especially was, playing for us live here on the. Hey man, I, I you know apologize for the little mishaps. Uh, long guy. nights and I apologize for sounding better than ninety nine percent of all musicians who ever lived. <laughs> my guitar really, wasn't playing exactly right. It, it was. It was <laughs> I apologize for the injury uh, in my hand, and I couldn't. Nobody could fucking tell that you have an injured hand. Right. Sorry for being left-handed and playing right. Um, how about you? It's Leonard. You're like a woman that I always said, "Hey, you look really nice today." Oh, this old thing. Da, da, da. Thank you. Thank you was the fucking answer we were looking for. Just thank you. Hey, all right. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for your all humility, right. though. Hey, in all seriousness, thanks. thank you for being on the podcast. Hey, thanks, man. It's it's just 
it was really and and as a reminder, really you said cool. you probably will be coming up to Kingman playing a little bit more coming up maybe. Yeah, um, I got my old schedule back from the Laughlin River Lodge. I'll have, have more Friday, Saturday free. And, you know, I'll beg Joe to hire me back at the Blackbird. Now that we know that. <laughs> yeah, now we know that. Mm-hmm. Are you sure we're going to let him in there? I don't know. Is there some kind of a policy of some kind? Some no colors? Yeah, that's it. No, 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 colors. no, no colors. <laughs> no colors. Oh, We my, should find a policy to make sure that I can't guys like my, that. My brother's going to hear this podcast and be like, you fucking made me sound like a goddamn moron. <laughs> is, that, is that the and, same guy that, oh, is that a real boat? Is that the same guy? Yes. <laughs> Same brother. Leonard needs to know. My same brother, he came out here right after he graduated high school, and we we went uh, down. I had a friend that used to live uh, in the Riverview area, like Uh over by the park, and uh, we got really fucking drunk. The next morning, we're driving to Kingman, back Mm -hmm. to Kingman, and he's hung over shit in the backseat of the truck, and then just kind of jumps forward and goes, holy shit, is that a real boat? Because he saw the Colorado Bell <laughs> across the, from across the river. And Eli, I love you. I know you're the only one in the family that has a fucking master's degree. We all know you're way smarter than us, but goddamn it, those two stories are funny shit. So now when Joe and I go down the oh Laughlin, anytime God. I'm with We him. go riot. We take a picture of it. Okay. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> is that a real boat? Send it to him. The last time okay, I, that makes sense. Because <laughs> like you guys were like, what the hell? The last, the last time I sent that when we were down there. Oh, when we went. Well, uh, you were uh, down. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hang out. Yeah, and sent that uh, to my brother, and all I got back was "fuck you" and "eat a dick." Like, I think it, was, it was like "fuck you," and like five minutes later, we were still mad and, and eat, eat a dick, dick. dick. I said, well, "Eat a dick." <laughs> He'll never live it down. It's been. Almost nine years since you first. <laughs> Holy shit! Is that a real boat? <laughs> it was just one of those moments where you're like, "Is he fucking for real?" In his defense, he was really, really hungover really and probably Didn't know how still far away drunk. he was. And he was like 18. It's not like he had had a few years of college to get used to drinking. Like he was probably still fucked up from the night before regardless <laughs> oh shit is that a real boat fuck yeah. you eat a dick like, it's always some response like that uh, uh, anyway thanks again it. for being hey, on the thank podcast thank you thank you uh casual car- cartoons is it no yeah. well that's close well we do want to thank all the casual cartoons but car- cartoon casual yeah cartoon yeah casual we're gonna you uh you know Oof. Because if you if one is cartoon casual, they are just not wearing any pants. Ooh, see how that—that's the first I'm, time we've actually referenced that on the podcast. I, I know. Right? Actually, I like that. I we we could edit that out if we need to. Do. I might have to. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just I'll put it in, put in a place. Uh, sorry, folks. The next day we had to edit out uh, Leonard going off on a racist tirade. <laughs> um, <laughs> we had like, no I hate idea. white people. We no idea. Too whitey. <laughs> <laughs> All anyway, right, it's no more cartoon casual for the rest of the day. Leonard, thanks again. Thank you so much. Mr. Gaines. Paul. Appreciate it very much. We'll check y'all right. out next time. Listen to some of Leonard's music here for the next few minutes.
Thank you.